0: guest became a platinum-selling recording artist and made friends with Dr. Fauci. Her hugely successful debut album, Sour, is out now. Please welcome Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, I imagine you get screaming a lot when people <laughs> see you.
1: I don't it's so nice to see you.
0: <laughs> does anyone call you O-Rod? Has anybody, um... You, you know what? Know?
1: I feel like that's a little bit of a missed opportunity. There's only one person who does it. It's my, like, like, your tech whenever I perform. Um, he writes, like, O-Rod on my mic pack. So that's the only one. But maybe you should start a trend.
0: I, I think... I have a feeling it'll just kind of have a life of its own. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you Boy, you have had some year, huh? I mean... Uh, I mentioned that you met Dr. Fauci. Mm -hmm. You went to the White House. They called and invited you to the White House.
1: Yeah, just so Ah!
0: crazy. And that, did they know that you wanted to encourage people, to young people specifically, to get vaccinated? And is that why they reached out?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, and it was such an honor to go, especially to support such an important cause that I feel yeah. so passionately about. So that was amazing. And um, everyone was just so kind. Got to meet Biden and Fauci. And, yeah, the White House is just the coolest place. I was so nervous to go. <laughs> but I, like, walked in there, and there's, like, all these plates that, like, George Washington used to eat his dinner on. i like, <laughs> all of this crazy stuff. And I was just there, scared I was going to, like, sneeze and break such a priceless artifact. It <laughs> it's crazy. But uh, walked out, didn't break anything. Yeah, a lot of people your
0: age are, are still in high school learning <laughs> about George Washington's dinner plates. And you were there actually <laughs> experiencing them. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. I think we have a photograph. Uh, now, the, <laughs> with the, with the, um, with the Ray-Bans, do you bring those, or does he hand them out?
1: He he gave them to me, actually. He gave me he gave a few him. gifts. He gave me those. He gave me some M&Ms. And he also gave me a shoehorn, which was strange. Did had he like,
0: really like give the, you a shoehorn?
1: Really. It had, like, the presidential like <laughs> emblem on it. I'm serious. It's in my house.
0: Well, if you ever thought Joe Biden was too old to be president, <laughs> now we know he is. So he's giving out shoehorns. <laughs> he's giving out shoehorns.
1: <laughs> oh. Among some other stuff, Did I you pretend
0: cool. to be interested in the shoehorn?
1: I didn't see it when he gave it to me. It was like in a bag, and I like opened it up.
0: I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's so cool!" Wow. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, I was I was listening to your album on Spotify today, oh. and I was looking at a couple of the songs are over a billion. I actually had to like I had to add it up because I've not seen that many digits before, <laughs> and obviously that's got to be overwhelming. That people have listened to your song, just on Spotify alone, over a billion times. Yeah. That is, that's a lot. I think my wife has accounted for about half of those billion (laughs) times. Do you, um, are you a happy person in general?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm very happy. Um, Because
0: you seem upset in the album. (laughs)
1: can be a happy person and still be upset sometimes. Yeah, that's true. I think, like, songwriting is a great medium to express emotions like that that, you know, aren't really fun to, like, talk about. You know, it's kind of this nice, like, therapeutic way to talk about feelings that are uncomfortable, so that's probably where that came from.
0: How'd you figure that out at such a young age that you could write that stuff down and make something beautiful out of it? Because, I mean, like, when I was your age, if there, like, I had a, well, I didn't have a breakup because I didn't have a girlfriend, but, <laughs> In the, in the outlandish scenario that I did have one, um, and there was a breakup, I don't think, you know, I certainly would have written a song. Maybe I'd crank call her house like every night for a week. <laughs> that would have been my reaction
1: to it. <laughs> Completely valid. No. I, um... <laughs> I've always been doing it. I, I've been writing songs since I could literally talk. Like, my mom has home videos of me just making up gibberish songs about, like, going to the grocery store and stuff like that when I was so young. But um, when I was 9 years old, I learned how to play the piano and, like, sort of starting, uh, started writing, like, more proper songs. Like the What's first...
0: the first song? Do you remember the first one that you wrote that you really thought of as a song?
1: The one that comes to mind is a song called Superman. Um, I wrote it when I was, like, 9 or 10, and it says, like, I don't need no Superman to come and save me, to come and teach me lessons, because I'm a human being and I can clean up my own mess, which I thought was, like, very profound. <laughs> but I I was, I was feeling empowered you that thought day, thought it I was profound
0: from a nine-year-old. I would be like, <laughs> we got to get, this is Doogie Howser we have here. I mean, to have thoughts like that at nine years old is just unbelievable. Oh. Did you get along with other nine-year-olds? Or are you like, oh, these children, I can't relate to them anymore. <laughs>
1: No, not at all. I, I had a lot of friends growing up, very lucky.
0: Do you, um, now when you, like, might have a, a, a date or a, a boy that you're interested in or something like that, are they nervous?
1: Oh, they should be. They yeah. should be, yeah.
0: I don't think so. <laughs>
1: No, no. I don't and, know.
0: <laughs> and what a great position to be in, because you go like, "Hey, you know what? If this goes wrong, and obviously most young relationships do, <laughs> I can get a couple songs out of it."
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I would win be. Win. Oh
0: boy, would I be on my best behavior, <laughs> <laughs> because you don't want to end up immortalized. In fact, you have um, uh, somebody who actually, you know, kind of created a similar path for herself. You're on the cover of Rolling Stone uh, this <laughs> month. <laughs> Morissette. And she wrote one of the most searing breakup songs of all time.
1: Mm-hmm. This
0: is uh, one of your role models?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I look up to her so much, and I just think she's the coolest person and the most amazing songwriter, and it's such an honor to meet her. Um, she gave me dating advice, too, which I think is so cool to she get did. dating advice from Alanis Morissette. Like, that's pretty iconic, so.
0: Did uh, Yeah, ironic, iconic. Yeah. yeah um, um, <laughs> Is she the person who inspired you to curse in your song?
1: (laughs) You know what? Maybe. Um, yeah. I don't know.
0: Does your mom get upset when you curse in your song? She does. She, she does, definitely yeah.
1: does. But my mom's actually really funny, though. My mom is, like, a third grade teacher from the Midwest, and she's very sweet. But, like, her favorite music is, like, death metal and, like, punk music. Is and, it like, really? Yeah. She's, like, the sweetest woman, and she'll, like, turn on, like, Well, no, she's not. She's like... <laughs> not the sweetest woman.
0: In order to be the sweetest woman, death metal can't be on your I- That's iPod. True. Yeah. That's true. That's <laughs> true. She has
1: some edge to her.
0: Wow, she does, huh? Yeah. Like, what bands does she like?
1: like I remember like being really young, and like she would wake me up, and she'd like put a record on. Like that's like something that she would do to like wake me up for school, and she'd put on like a Motorhead record to like wake me up and then, like wake up to like this like intense, intense music. But I don't know, maybe that like helped shape me, shape me as a musician. Maybe. Maybe it did. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah.
0: Maybe that's what made you curse so much. Yeah. yeah. You um uh this album's called Sour. Obviously, uh, we. Um, now I wonder. Will this be um, like a sour, will this lead to the title of your next album? Have you thought about it yet? Will it be like, you know, people are speculating. Maybe Gosh. sweet or salt. Salty would not be
1: salty. Savory, savory. Yeah, so many different things. I don't know. I don't know. It's my little secret. I'm still kind of working. on It's a secret. The rest of it,
0: well, it's yeah. inspired. A lot of people now will buy sticker packs <laughs> that are the Olivia Rodrigo sticker pack. I was
1: just saying. I hope people like dress up. Is that for Halloween? That'd be really cool.
0: Well, look behind you right now. We've got somebody <laughs> oh, on dressed up for Halloween. T-Rod over there. And uh, gamma, what do you have on your dumb? Uh, <laughs> speakers take that shit, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> what song are you gonna do for us tonight, Olivia?
1: Um, I'm gonna perform this song uh, called Traitor.
0: <laughs> Excellent. When we return, Olivia Rodrigo with Trader, this is her album. It's called Sour. We'll be right back. If you like that video, then put a ring on it. Click the subscribe button below. Uh-oh. Uh,